0: Now in its third year, it's a Yank on the Footy with Craig Wessels, talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 185 of a Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio. Thanks for giving the episode a listen. And I will be sitting down in just a couple of moments to go through the round 17 tips with Mick Aussie from Mick for the men's comp. Now, don't forget that if you are interested in having your local footy club get a shout out during an upcoming episode, drop me a note via email or shoot me a message on uh, Facebook Messenger or over on Twitter or Instagram. I love being able to highlight the uh, clubs uh, throughout the season and throughout the episodes to just learn a little bit about the... uh, the geography of football across Australia. Now, today's club of the episode is being sponsored by MickAussie.tv, and MickAussie.tv is run by Kim Harrison, or as he's known here in North America, Mick Aussie. Uh, Mick has spent the last two decades plus uh, here in North America running his sports comedy channel, talking about the AFL, the NFL, the Canadian Football League, uh, which he has a special love for, as well as the NBA, the NHL, and other sports as well. He appears regularly on sports grid TV. Now Mick was a terrific footy player in his own right in South Australia as well as in the Northern Territory. And the club of the week for this episode, or the club of this episode, is the Hall's Head Lightning in Western Australia. And the club joined the Peel Football League back in two thousand and eight. Now they play their games at the Merlin Street Reserve in Falcon which is uh, just outside of Mandura, just south of that. When I mentioned geography, this is kind of a, a interesting little peninsula that they happen to be on. And, I, and you know, me being a, uh, a geography teacher, having a degree in geography, I, I do take keen interest in, in looking at where things are in relationship to other things. So if you listen to episode 184 and you heard the uh, discussion about the, the name Weary Saints, uh, it was kind of neat to see where they, where they are uh, in relationship to to Melbourne and to Adelaide as well as uh, I think it was Mount Gambier, they were just directly north of there. Uh, the uh, head the Halls Head Club introduced their first women's club this year and have multiple clubs playing from kick all the way through seniors. They have three men senior sides. Uh, they're on the bye week this week. And uh, they face off in their next game against the Mandura Mustangs on Friday, the 15th of July, which will follow up that bye week. So, best of luck to the Lightning going forward in 2022. Now, again, this week's uh, club of the episode was sponsored by TV. Mick, thanks so much for helping out. I truly, truly appreciate it, sir. Now, remember... You can find everything related to. If you're, if you're a first time listener, you may not remember this yet. But if you're if you've been here for a while and you haven't done it yet, I hope you will consider it. You can find everything related to the podcast over at my website, a com. There are links to all of my socials up at the top. Uh, you can get on the mailing list so that when new episodes come out, they they get to you almost instantaneously. Instantaneously from when they are released. Uh, you can leave a review for the podcast, which is a huge help. If you enjoy the show, it would be you know, a, a personal favor, if you will, to me, to, uh, to let people know what you think of the show, because it it's a great little piece of advertising, uh, coming from somebody who enjoys, you know, the product, if you will, that I'm putting out. You can leave me a voicemail there. Uh, also, you know, if you, uh, want to help out the podcast, my red bubble store page there is if you want a sticker or a t-shirt or something of that nature, or if you are interested in, uh, helping out the show in another way, you can click on that little yellow button in the bottom left-hand corner, which is the, uh, button that'll take you to my buy me a coffee page. It's kind of like Patreon. I, I don't have anything hidden behind Patreon walls or anything like that, but it's if you want to help out the show and, uh, help to bring in, you know, help keep the the show afloat. So if you want to do that, that would be absolutely fantastic. I'd truly appreciate it. So before we dive into our discussion with Mick, let's take a moment and look at the games that are going to be going on here in the United States. And there are a few games that will be on the Fox Soccer Plus app, but the ones that are going to be uh, on regular television here in the U.S. this week, and one of them has already occurred, but I'm sure you can go back in, to your library online through your your television provider and find it. Uh, and this information is all coming from afana.com on FS2. And this was this morning. Uh, the Geelong Melbourne game was uh, was aired there. And then uh, on Saturday, starting at 5 a.m. here on the east coast of the United States, the St Kilda Fremantle game will be on FS1. And then Sunday at 2:30 a.m. Again, live. This will be on FS2. That will be West Coast hosting Carlton. So we've got three games on free cable television here in the United States. If you've not checked out football yet, well, certainly you're going to want to go back and, and find the, the Cats and Melbourne game to take a look at that one uh, from earlier today when I'm recording this. But the other two, both should be great matchups as well. You know, West Coast is scuffled a little bit, but this is a club that. It has an awful lot of talent. So let's go ahead and jump into our tips for round 17. Mick has already uh, sent his in. Uh, we traded emails on Wednesday evening about the Thursday morning game here in the U.S., uh, and we'll get into that in this uh, the first minute or two of the episode. We're going to talk about the game. So let's go ahead and dive into our tips. Uh, we'll talk about a few breaking news items as well. So here we go, folks. Sit back and enjoy. All right. And I'm thrilled to have Mick Aussie back with me. And uh, it is 915 on the East coast of the U S and 715 where you are, sir. And uh, we bank, we both just got done watching uh, the cats and the D's matchup. And one of us got the tip,
1: right? It was me for a change. Well, congrats, congratulations. Massive win as a a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Yes, you got me on the Thursday night. I didn't learn from my mistake, did I? I said a few weeks ago I shouldn't ever go against the Cats, but I did think the D's best is still the best in the AFL. They did win there last year with a goal by Max Gorn, but I was wrong, and I'm happy to admit it because I'm more of a Cats fan than a D's fan, so congratulations, mate. massive
0: massive win i'm thrilled you know and i'm i'm uh it what was really interesting is if if you go back and you look at the numbers between jeremy cameron and tom hawkins one goal wow that's it one goal between them uh so that's it was it was interesting you know and uh and you know i my fantasy team was thrilled to see Max gone back out there, but I'm, I'm wondering after watching just how healthy is he, you know, it's, uh, he did not look like necessarily the max gone that we're accustomed to seeing. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't, wanna, I don't I, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm happy about it. It's not, it's uh, it's. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what transpires. Cause you know, the D's got the cats three times last year. Yeah. So
1: well, I didn't get up very early. I did check the score about oh, five o'clock my time because I do wake up off and on, but I've had a very hectic week, so no, I couldn't get up early and watch. Yeah. But look at the best players. I mean, he's back, eh? Patrick Dangerfield, named best player. Mm-hmm. Good on him. He's a star, absolutely. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a very
0: widespread contribution from everybody out Dangerfield had a good game but it but there were so many people that 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 played key roles i mean max holmes really stepped up and this is a kid who's not had a whole lot of opportunities uh and it's gonna be exciting to see where where his game is in another year or two as as he as he matures and starts to take on more of a a role as some of the older players and again i still have a hard time talking about the older players as they begin to um to move on to different situations there so wanted to dig into a couple things in the news and one of these stories I don't even know if you've seen this or not because it just broke a couple of minutes ago uh first of all I wanted yeah, Stuart do got a contract extension through I think 2024 uh a two-year extension which I'm thrilled about I think he's earned it
1: yeah, absolutely. We talked about him a few weeks ago and uh the president was on the radio in South Australia and he did back Stuart Dew in. But as we know, things change and sometimes you don't believe these bosses. So that was excellent to hear. Yeah. And like I've said, Alastair Clarkson, very good coach. But will he adjust his coaching to the more offensive game when he comes back? He'll have to. So yeah, very happy, Stuart Dew. And he played in the SANFL, the Central Districts team, I believe. So very happy for him. Good on him. Keep things as the same as they're yeah. going up, right?
0: Yeah. And uh, and it sounds like Isaac Rankin is, is recommitting to the, uh, to the Suns to stay there. Um, yeah, so that's – I think they've got something building at, at the Gold Coast. I, th- I think, you know, they may not make – and I think I said this last night, they may not make finals this year. But I think there's going to be a lot of
1: people putting him in their top eight next year. Well, I I hope they do make the finals and my tip later on might surprise you actually. (laughs) Well, there you go. Now you
0: mentioned, you mentioned Alistair Clarkson. So, so now that that, that position, which had been talked about uh, is, is off the table, so to speak. Uh, Where do you think the best fit for him is now? if, If he comes back this year.
1: Well, if he keeps being a defensive coach, is there any really good fit? Uh, will any coach, any team take him on? Of course they will. I'm just saying he needs to adjust his coaching mm-hmm. like Craig McRae and Michael boss. And, and these good new young coaches that have come in and taken the game on and made it more exciting for all of us to watch. Right. Right. So right. For Alistair Clarkson, he, he out, he outbrained, he outsmarted the AFL Officials that set the rules. Good on him, but didn't lead for an exciting game, did it? So there's rumours of GWS. There's rumours of Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Oh, the rumours will fly. But a lot of these media guys just want something to talk about, right? Yep. Now, What, one other thing. This is this is the thing that broke about fifteen
0: minutes ago. It showed up on uh, LinkedIn, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, but uh, Lockie Neal. Looks like he is never going back to the Fremantle Dockers as he just signed an extension through
1: 2026 with the Lions. That's good and interesting. And the Perth boys I listened to, Duff and Quarters, they often said, well, there's not an easy way of getting him back to the Mm -hmm. Dockers anyway. But my disappointing thing is he flew from Perth straight over the top of his home state of South Australia years ago to go to Brisbane. So I was upset. I'm not sure why he didn't go to Adelaide. So that shows that Adelaide were in a bit of a mess a few years ago, and he, he elected not to go back to his home state. Brilliant footballer. Mm-hmm. So many good possessions. Very skillful, Very good with his disposal. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Lockie Neal. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, we both took opposite
0: sides on, on the first game of the weekend. You had the Ds by three. I had the Cats by eight. Um, so that's the first game out of the way, and uh I'm just gonna go through the order of the games as they as they showed up on the uh the AFL's website here. So the first game that that we got is at the SCG, and you got number eight Sydney hosting number 10 the Western Bulldogs, and uh Sydney has uh, Tom Hickey out. Uh, Peter Laddams is back in. Uh, Joel LaMarti is back in as well to, to kind of fill in the ruck position for, for Hickey. Ed Richards, Mitch Hannon, and Tim English are back in for the Bulldogs. You've got Jordan Sweet omitted again. Hayden Crozier is out. Patty McCartan's playing his 50th game, which tells you an awful lot about how injuries have impacted that, that young man's career.
1: Yeah, interesting game. Obviously, English is a big in for the dogs. Because we're doing this in the morning and I only just got those teams, I actually did my picks last night and I changed my pick, which I very rarely do. I initially had the dogs. I've still (laughs) put a bet on them at eight and a half underdogs. So if, if the Swans win by eight, I still win my bet but I've changed my pick to the Swans. And it's the first time I've done this. I went on the AFL website and of about the 11 tipsters. I think like nine of the 11 tipped the Swans and my dad also tipped the Swans. So I did change my pick for that reason, because we're doing it earlier and I didn't see the final teams. I've swapped from the dogs to the Swans to win, but I think it could be very close. And the dogs do need the win. Yes, they do. It's you know this is not quite an
0: elimination final for them, but it's pretty darn close to it. I think you know that you might argue that the Port Adelaide uh, and Gold Coast Suns that it might be an elimination final for them during the season because you know, it'll be a ninth loss for them, and it's gonna be hard for them to get back. You know, to find a way into the eight. But you know, I was looking at the weather, and it looks like Sydney has had some significant rainfall in the last 36 hours like some parts of sydney have had over eight inches of rain so i have a feeling the ground is going to be a bit of a slog it's going to be a mucky game where i think they're just going to start tossing jumpers into the into the the
1: trash can after this one because they're never going to get them clean (laughs) well that that might favor the dogs because generally melbourne weather is wetter but That's Sydney, true. it is wet in Sydney, and you're right. I did see that on the news up here in Canada about the floods in Sydney. Well, you got to give me your pick. I haven't. Yeah, heard your I'm going. I'm going with the Swans in this one by eleven.
0: Yeah, I just think it's. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I just. I want the Swans because they're the, the home side here. Um, you know, I think they're going to bounce back after that
1: ugly loss they had last week with Essendon. Yeah, well, I actually did a bit of extra research this week because, you know, you've got a great show and the dogs, the remaining games, Saints, D's, Cats, Dockers, Giants, Hawks. So there's quite a few winnable games there for them. Mm -hmm. The Swans, the remaining games, Dockers, Crows, Giants, Roos, Magpies and Saints. So you would think the Swans would make the finals. Yeah, you would. Yeah. And they're and they're already in the eighth spot at the moment. So that that
0: bodes well for them. Yeah. Now, um, we move on to the next game, and that is at the MCG. And you've got the number six magpies hosting North Melbourne. And we know where they are on the on the ladder right now. And I'm just gonna go ahead and get it out there. I'm going with the pies by 25. Um, <laughs> before we get it, before we get in any further there. You know, you got uh, Jeremy Howe is back in. Darcy Moore is out uh, with the, uh, the leg injury that turned out to not be an ACL. Um, the Ruse the, uh, the have a handful of ins uh, uh, Aiden Bonar, Bailey Scott, Callum Coleman Jones, uh, Flynn Perez, and Jack Ziebel are in. Uh, Aaron Hall, uh, Atu B. I'm not going to go ahead and try it because I'm not getting, I'm not a professional announcer there. Uh, Jack Mahoney, Josh Walker, Kane Turner, and Tristan Zary are out. It sounds like Zary might be out the rest of the year. Um, but it's a uh, you've got, you know, Jason Hort Francis is playing in the VFL this week. The number one pick in the draft is playing in the VFL. and I, I, I'm going to ask,
1: why are they doing that? <laughs> I love you said that because the only notes I have next to the ruse is exactly that. Um, Obviously, it's discipline, I would say, and good on the coach for doing that if he believes the young fella has got a little bit out of control. But oh, man, you kind of got to stick up the young great gun a little bit as well. I mean, he's done it tough. His body's taken a hammer and he's He's the main guy in there all year getting the hard ball. I'm a big fan of that kid. And I do hope he ends up with the Adelaide Crows. (laughs) Only by 25. Oh, I think the spreads are 56. So, yeah, I think they'll cover that and win by 10 goals or more. But the Magpies are looking good. These are their remaining games. Crows, Bombers, Port Adelaide, D's, Swans and Blues. Well, there should be three wins there. They're looking at. Good that, chance to make hey, tw-
0: that blues game in round 23 could be determining. Well, it, it, when we talk about it being a home final for one side or the other, and that at that point in time, that really doesn't much matter. Uh, yeah. it's, you know who, who's wearing the white shorts, I guess, is what you're determining in that game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, I you know, I, I hope to see a competitive game, you, you know, because you, you don't want to see a club continue to scuffle the way they are and and we can't you know it's like if like if you're playing madden or nba 2k you can't simulate the season you actually got to go through and play the damn games you got to slog through them and what happens happens so yeah i just i think it's going to be a uh i think it's going to be a magpie's victory but you're right yeah so we we move on then to metricon you've got the number 11 gold coast suns at seven and eight hosting the number seven Richmond Tigers who are nine and six. And you've got uh, Jack Lacocious back in, Jeremy Sharp, Sam Day are in, uh, Connor Butterick uh, injured his knee, Isaac Rankin, uh, Oleg Markloff are off for the health and safety protocols. Ben Miller, Dion Presti are, are in, Jack, Jake Arts is back in, Dustin Martin, Gibkus, Kane Lambert, and Nick Vlostin are all out, and suspended. Uh, this is, you know, this is a club the the Suns who have been battling. I I don't know you know, the Eagles started out with a lot of injuries at the start of the year and a lot of COVID issues. But I'd have to go back and look. Has there been a club that has had more season injury, ending injuries than the Suns? I don't know. I mean, they've hit, you know from you know from young Mister King back in you know the preseason, you know to uh, to the ones of the last couple of weeks here. I mean, they just keep having more and more of them happen. Um, I think they kind of need to win this one to have a shot at playing finals.
1: Well, this is might surprise you. Initially, I took the Tigers. Um, I've actually swapped my pick. I wow. am actually, I am going to go for the Suns at home. I think taking them at eight and a half underdog, and i will have at this stage taken them to win. I might go with the old philosophy without Dusty Martin. The Tigers are not great. I think I did see he was out. Kosius mm-hmm. is back in. The new coach being reappointed. Maybe it's a bit of a, a pick from the heart because I'm not a Tigers fan. And i am got to say the Suns is probably like you. They're probably my second favorite team right now. So let's hope the Suns can get it done. And their remaining games are the Bombers, Eagles, Cats at home. Lions, Hawks, and Roos, so they're a chance. Absolutely, if they yeah. win this game, they got to win this game. though, I think they win this game, and they are still right in it. Yep. Well, I went with the Tigers to
0: win this one. <laughs> I'm right. going with the Tigers sure. by 11. I just, I just think that despite not having Dusty in there, yeah, you still got you know Tom Lynch, you still got Jack Rewald in there, Shea Bolton is in there this is a side that knows how to win games at the pointy end of the season. It's a veteran side. I just think, I think they're going to get it done. And it's, you know, this is not taking a shot at the suns. I just think that that the Tigers have one more that at the present, one more, you know, arrow in their quiver to fire towards you know, another cup. And, and I think they're going to continue pursuing that. And I just, I think that, I just think the Tigers are going to get it done this week, even without dusty being there. Um, you know the the Gold Coast uh, backfield is is been beat up quite a bit. I mean they've lost several players from there, so they're you know they you know duct tape and spit and uh, cope in a prayer to you know try to stop the uh, the uh, the the big forwards from the from the Tigers. So I'm going with the Tigers in that one.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. Remember, two weeks ago, I was worried about every game, and somehow we fluked to uh, eight and one. Yeah, I am really, yeah. I am really worried about this round. Yeah, I believe it could be so easy to go three and six. Like mm-hmm. there's probably only two or three games that are are pretty much definite. So, well, nothing's yeah. definite. Yeah. You're right. I'm really worried about this round, which is good. Which is yeah. a good thing. I mean, the, and it, especially
0: at this point in time of the season, it's great to have games that are that could go either way. Now let's let's move on to Marvel, and yeah, uh, you've got number nine, Saint Kilda, who are sitting at nine and six, hosting Fremantle, who's number four on the ladder, at eleven and four. Not a whole lot of changes here. Now I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to I'm going to spell this one for you because you being an Australian uh, expat, you might have a chance of pronouncing this one because I have no clue with this one. Uh, he he might be Irish. I'm not sure. D-A-R-R-A-G-H. I I, I think that might be an Irish name, but uh, St. Kilda is bringing in, uh, is it Darig? Joyce. I don't, I don't, that's not a name that I have ever seen before. I I apologize, Mr. Joyce, for for not knowing that. Uh, The Dockers are not making any changes. Uh, Dougal Howard is out. Hunter Clark is out for St. Kilda. Jack Billings playing his 150th game. Caleb Sarong playing his 50th. Um, you know the Saints they 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 outclassed Carlton last week. But I think we both took Carlton in that game, and we're both wrong if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, and, and that's after having been you know looking like a uh, a junior league squad. Uh, you know, the previous week against Sydney, they looked horrible against Sydney, and they battled back the pre- the, the following week against Carlton. Yeah, just you have to wonder who's gonna show up I mean the Dockers have won four out of their last five. I'm going with the road team in this one. I've got the dockers winning this one by two goals. I just think that they're on a bit of a mission here. I think that this is gonna you know be one of the one of the nails that gets tapped into the top of the Saint Kilda coffin for this year. Um, it's not closed completely I just I just don't think that the, I
1: don't think that free mail is going to get beat here. I could be wrong. Well, first of all, you are right. I've never seen that name spelt that way. I'm looking on my phone now. Yeah. You're right. Let's just, doesn't matter. Darug, that's good enough. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm with you. Another very tough game. Saints are now favoured by one and a half, and I think they started as a slight underdog. I'm going with the Dockers just because I trust them a bit more than the Saints, and they mm-hmm. have proven that they can win in Melbourne this year. They better win because they, they look at their next three games Swans, Tigers, D's, then Dogs, Eagles, Giants. I like the Dockers. I do think they can win this, but again, very, very tough game. Won't be putting any money on it. Could go either way. Dockers just, I think. Okay. So I
0: did look. Uh, young Mr. Joyce is a 25 year old and he is from Kilkenny. So we are talking Ireland there. So that's, that's just a name I am not familiar with. Uh, We don't have, we don't have a lot of Dargs in, uh, in Sandusky, Ohio. So, and I'm guessing not too many in uh, Canada either. Uh, (laughs) So we head on to the Adelaide Oval for the next uh, game of the weekend. Um, So did, did you say who you were going for in that one? Did you yeah, yeah, I'm going for Dockers. Okay. Okay. That's right. Okay. So back to the Adelaide Oval, the weather looks pretty decent there this weekend. A little chilly, of course, number 12, Port Adelaide uh, are seven and eight hosting number 13 GWS who are five and 10. Uh, not a lot of changes here. Uh, Zach Butters is in for Port Adelaide. Stephen Motlop's been omitted. Lockie Jones is out injured. Uh, James Peatling is back in Lockie. Lockie Keefe is back in for GWS, uh, Connor Iden, health and safety, uh, Xavier O'Halloran, uh, has been omitted and Zach Sproul is the meta sub and Lockie Ash and William, Willem drew are both playing their 50th games here. Now this is, this game does have finals, uh, ramifications for one of these clubs and they have to win
1: it. Yeah, you're right. we Often you hear the media in Australia say, Oh, must win game, must mm-hmm. win game. And I sit back and say, That's a bit of an over exaggeration. But I think we got to say this with the power because they have some tough games coming up D's, cats, magpies, tigers, bombers, crows. I think they can afford to lose maybe one, maybe two. I think the Power will win this, and this is one of the only confident bets of the week. They're favoured by 16 and a half. Interesting, we talked the Irishman a minute ago. with well, Cullen Brown for the Giants, a Gaelic player from Count Derry? Don't you love the Irish names? Count <laughs> Derry. He kicked four goals, so uh, good on him. Power, perhaps smears to win, and or might be around that. So I think they'll just cover the spread of win by about 18. Yeah. I've, I've got port by 13 in this one, you know,
0: port almost got the win last week against Fremantle. I mean, they played a heck of a game against the Dockers last round. So I, I just think that the, uh, this is a club that just had some, you know, I guess you could argue they had some bad luck early in the season. Um, you know, lost a couple of close games, you know, against Carlton against the, against the Crows, of course, you know, they got blown out a few times, but, uh, they, they have a couple of games here and there that could have gone the other way. So there, it makes sense that they're sitting close to the eight. Are they going to ultimately get there? They've got a, they've got a bit of a gauntlet to run through, as you mentioned, they're coming up here in the next few weeks. You know, you got, you know, the D's, cats magpies tigers, you know, four weeks in a row though, that's, that's going to be a tough, tough thing to run through. Um, that might be a tougher gauntlet than the the one that uh, Clint Eastwood had to run through in that movie, The Gauntlet, back in the 1970s. Uh, Which, by the way, slightly uh, underrated film there. It's where he met his, what, common-law wife, Sandra Locke, which doesn't really matter a whole heck of a lot in the great scheme of things.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, good? Oh, good? Yeah. We talk talk
0: anything. (laughs) And we head off to the Gaba, and you got the number three Brisbane Lions, who are eleven and four, hosting the number sixteen Essendon Bombers, who are four and eleven. And wow, ten new names in for the Brisbane Lions this week: Carter, Michael, Darcy Ford, Harry Sharp, James Madden, Mitch Robinson, Tom Fullerton, Thomas Berry, Ryan Lester, Reese Matheson, and wait for it, wait for it, Nakaya Cockatoo is getting a game finally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Calamachi is uh health and safety, Daniel McStay health and safety, Daniel Rich is injured, uh Jackson Pryor injured, Jared Barry injured, Dane Zorko injured, Keaton Coleman health and safety as well. Michael, I'm sorry, Carter Michael is debuting. And on the SN side, a couple names coming back in. Uh Alec Waterman, Annie McGraw, and Braden Ham are coming in. This is an interesting one,
1: just because of all the new bodies coming in, I think. Wow. Well, the reason we're doing this now is because I got the CFL Edmonton Elks game tonight and we talked about doing this last night. Well, I'm glad we didn't because the teams weren't out mm-hmm. at our time last night. And I'm looking now, you're right. There's all these injuries and and COVID protocol. I knew about Daniel Rich and Dwayne Zorko with the hamstrings. Right, right. Oh, wow. You've got me thinking. I'm going to go the Lions just. The spread was 28. Well, I bet you it's way less than that now. But interesting story with the uh, Bombers. As we know, they upset the Swans last week. Right, right, right. When when I go on Sports Grid TV on Friday, the guy in Vegas, the new co-host, Dave Sherapan, he laid his first AFL bet last week. And I suggested to bet the swans as a safe bet. (laughs) (laughs) These guys, they don't bet $5, put it that way. They put the swans in a money line parlay, so they won't be too happy with me tomorrow night. Wow. Wow. That's
0: uh, a... so yeah i don't i don't want to ask the number then that that they might have wagered there because that's not uh, um, (laughs) hey that's not my fault i just suggest
1: things and say be careful
0: betting well that's that's why i i have you know for a long time i've always said that when i've ended these episodes i said you know hey this is you know purely for entertainment purposes only i have no idea what the hell i'm talking about so don't (laughs) do not do not you know put this month's mortgage on mortgage payment on on one of the games based upon something that i said because I, i'm an idiot okay let's just go ahead and leave it there now you know, the bombers have played decent football the last three weeks they've, they've started to to look like what we think they should be and i actually I talked to the principal at the school where i teach is a bomber supporter that's my that was my first convert um and and we talked about this that that you know i said you know i don't know if the bombers were as good a club or are as good a club as they were being a club that made the finals last year nor do i think they're as bad a club as they are with where they are on the ladder this year i think they're you know they I think they finished eighth and they're now what 16th i think you might be able to say that maybe that if everything went the way it's supposed to they might be the number 12 side on the ladder right now mm-hmm. in the great grand scheme of things but uh yeah you know and the lions have you know not exactly put together a run of games they've gone win loss win loss win loss the last six weeks or maybe loss win they've they've alternated um i think it's going to be a closer game than people think for a couple of reasons one because they got so many new players in but then also i think this is going to be one where you know there's been a lot of people who have been challenging brisbane about maybe not being a a maybe physically and mentally tough side that they, you know, that they're, that they're not, you know, a club that is, you know, banging into people because you know, you, 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 know, you watch the game this morning and you know, the, you know, the D's and the cats, you know, they, they, they they beat the shit out of each other in this game. Um, technical term. I think we might see a little bit of that from some of these, these players coming in who are hoping to, you know, maybe show, Hey, you know what coach, I've got a little bit of this. We need a little bit of this. Put my name on the, uh, on the, the magnet board next week as well. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with the Lions to win this one by 10. Because um, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than, as you said, the spread had been 28. Um, but I'm going by 10 because Nakaya Cockatoo's playing. I think he's going to, he's going to declete somebody in an Essendon jumper this weekend. Somebody's going to be going ass over apple cart. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Not listen. sure who it is.
1: Not sure who it is, but somebody's going to. And we've got. Well, go ahead. Well, Stringer, you know he ign- he ignited them last week. He didn't. He kicked uh, in the. He kicked quite a. He kicked a few goals there in the fourth quarter. So mm-hmm. he can ignite that team. Right, but, right. Yeah, the right. the Lions. They have been disappointing in finals. They lost bad a couple of weeks ago to the Demons. Maybe they're taking the uh, short trip to the gold coast and having too much fun with some of the tourists. I don't know, but you are right. They need to uh, perform in finals. Absolutely. I think they can. I think they can sort it out. I'm a fan of the lines. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we've got two more games and one of them
0: is of special interest to you because it's your club. You've got uh, number 15 Hawthorne, hosting number 14 Adelaide and Hawthorne's four and 11 and the Crows are five and 10 right now. now these are two clubs that are looking to, to build something for next year um, because they're not playing finals this year, but they're looking, you know, you've got players who are trying to, you know, find a spot for themselves. Uh, a lot of ends, uh, Kyle Hardigan, Josh Ward, Josh Morris, uh, Jai Sarong is, is uh, debuting. Finn McGinnis is back in, Denver Granger-Barras is in, Daniel Howe, and Ben McAvoy for the first time this year is in for the Hawks. And on the Crows side, you've got Will Hamill, Shane McAdam, Ned McHenry, Matt Crouch, Elliot Himmelberg, and Ben Davis in. Uh, Joshua Shelley is out, uh, injured, lucky, Shell is uh, the meta-sub, and Mitchell Hinge in the health and safety protocol. And, uh, you know, James Warple is uh, injured as is Lockie Bramble, Sam Butler's out, Will Day suspended, and, and Jack Gunston's going to be miss, missing this game after the passing of his father, Ray Gunston, this past week, um, who was the interim uh, CEO at the Bombers for a while, I think after the uh, drug scandal at the Bombers. He passed away at the age of 64. You know, there's a, Like I said, there's a lot of ends here. I'm going with Hawthorne to win this one by 10 because it's a home game for them. Uh, it could go either way. I, I just think that yeah, I think that uh, the club is going is going to play for their, their clubmate and get a win
1: for, for Jack Gunston this week. Well, you've done it again. You've guessed the spread. Hawks are favored by 10 and a half. Um, yeah, RIP to Ray Gunston, Malcolm Blight was saying that he met him on a plane, had a great chat to him a while ago. And he was renowned for being a very hard worker at the AFL. So uh, RIP to Ray. And his son started at the Crows, I'm quite sure. I've actually changed my pick, and I'll tell you why. Initially, I went for the Crows, but I changed it because my dad, a diehard Crows fan, he went for the Hawks. Oh. So I've changed it to the Hawks. But very interesting is the in for the Adelaide Crows, Matt. Crouch. Well, he's played the last two or three weeks in the SA NFL, gathered a lot of possessions. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to pay the Crows coach, Matt Hicks, a bit of credit here because I've nixed. I mean, I've kind of dissed him a little bit. Matt Crouch gets a lot of possessions, but they're all short handball, short kicks. He's got to use his legs more. And Mm -hmm. I believe that's what they're trying to get him to do run more, move it forward. No point in getting 40 possessions. If they're all short handles, maybe I'm being a bit tough. He is a big possession winner. So let's hope he can run a bit more. And uh, cause I like him. I generally like both the crouch boys, but let's go the Hawks at home. Main reason. If it was in Adelaide, I'd go the crows. Right, right. Yeah. This is what, this is one that I think that depending
0: upon where it was being played, you know, I would probably go with the crows. If it was a home game as well. Um, I just, I just think, I think that the Hawks are gonna, are gonna come out, like I said, and they're gonna, they're gonna pay tribute to, you know, to the loss of, you know, somebody who was a big contributor in the game, um, and then the last game of the round, and uh, you, you're at Optus Stadium, and you got the number 17 West Coast Eagles at two and 13 hosting the number five Carlton Blues, who are at 10 and five. Now, about a, it looks like about a 50% chance of showers in Perth on Sunday. And it's and what I'd seen. It's supposed to rain all day on Saturday. Uh, as far as the ends, uh, you've got Jacob Wietering, Matt, always Sam Durden and Will Hayes in for Carlton, Alex Witherton, Greg Clark, Harry Edwards, uh, Jai Cully is, is debuting Josh Kennedy's back in as is Luke Foley. Now, uh, Getting Weidring back in is is huge for them because that's a, that's a big piece of their defensive structure that they've not had for a number of weeks
1: for Carlton. What are you thinking here? I'm gonna pick the Blues, but this could be an upset. I'll take the Eagles on the plus. The Blues are 15 and a half point favorite right now. Oh they've been disappointing a bit lately. But look at the Eagles last week, the big Nick Natanui, one of my favourite players ever in the AFL. He mm-hmm. was very good on his return. Tim Kelly was very good. But I think your Cats won that trade from a few years ago because look at what the Cats are doing now. I'll take the Blues, but they got to be careful. And uh, just running through their remaining games, Cats, Giants, Crows, Lions, D's, May pies so the blue's gonna win this that's a tough run i think home. they will just but wouldn't be surprised if the eagles cause an upset well funny you mentioned that uh because uh, <laughs> oh here we
0: go because uh, you know carlton's dropped three out of five you know they're and you know west coast they didn't get the win against richmond but they you know they they went to they went to the mcg they played richmond hard you know they I think they dropped their the game by 25 points but i mean they, they almost hung 100 points on the scoreboard without Josh Kennedy Um, you know I I think that this is going to be my upset of the week here and I you know I think that you know the Eagles said last week that they were going to have a say so in terms of who played finals now is losing this game going to stop Carlton from playing finals no not necessarily but it might determine where they are in playing finals in terms of what color shorts they're going to be wearing because that might be you know the other club getting the home game, but I'm going with the Eagles to win this one at home. After having played much better football over the last few weeks, I've got the Eagles winning this one by nine.
1: Love it. Good on yeah. you. So I love it. You won ahead of me this week. You know, if you said to me right now, Mick, would you take six and three for the, for the round? I absolutely would. Would yeah. I take five and four? Maybe. I don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, this is not, this is not an easy round.
0: Yeah. You're right. I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of interesting things that are going on. Um, you know, a, a lot of games that, that maybe on the actual ladder don't have a, a say, so in terms of what's going to be happening, but, but yeah, you know, you, at this point in time, you got, you've got athletes on a lot of different clubs who are playing for their careers right now, who are hoping to still be employed at the highest level next year as opposed to having you know maybe go and back you know heading back to the the waffle the sample or the vfl or whatever the case may be in hopes of finding you know a a job and you know maybe having to to to
1: reestablish themselves yeah absolutely and I as you'll notice this week with the teams that are either just in the eight or just out I did run through their remaining games, so maybe next week we could hone in a bit more on that, and you know maybe make a a final eight predictions because it's fantastic. There's mm-hmm. you know up to twelve teams that can still make it, which is what the AFL want, yeah. and it's what I want as a fan, and I don't bet. Very much. I'll bet three and five dollars here and there, and maybe thirty dollars for the whole week just for some fun. Yeah. So I'm smart there. But as we know, sports betting is getting bigger and it's kind of a little bit of interest, but very tough and a great run home for the AFL, which is what they will be loving. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it is amazing, uh, you know, how many,
0: and again, this, you know, that, that. Do we call it an industry? because I guess it technically is that industry is is so intertwined with the game itself, you know because it's 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 everywhere you know they're you know they' the shows that are on Fox footy then go and talk and on uh, channel seven and channel nine will then go and talk to the people who are talking about the odds and you know the, the money lines and that sort of thing, which you know it's it, like I said, it's, it's perfectly you know, an okay thing if you want to do that, but it's, it's, uh, you know, it can be a little, you know, scary for, you know, young people who get, end up getting involved in, in it. You know, I, I worry a little bit about, you know, kids who don't have the, the fully developed, you know, brains to say, okay, well, this is a, you know, something I should or shouldn't be doing.
1: I absolutely agree with you. And the reason I have stayed on sports grid Mm-hmm. is because they have moved from fantasy sports into more sports betting mm-hmm. and morally sometimes I totally agree with you and I always say bet responsibly it's like any addiction whether it's drugs or serious alcohol I've known of some people and there was a guy that uh Joined Sports Grid for a while a couple of years ago. He had a major problem in New York, and he actually went to jail for embezzling money because of his gambling habits. So it is dangerous, and especially on your cell phones these days, mobile phones in Australia, mm-hmm. they call them. You yeah. got the app, so it was very easy to click away, click away. Luckily, a lot of these places don't take your Visa card, you have to go on get a visa card from the gas station. So that is a good thing that you can't really run up thousands of dollars of credit, although they got to keep that strict. So yes, morally, it's a little bit of fun, but Hey, they'll never get me. I do it for fun because I know how hard it is. It is very hard and you have to go 51 or 52% winning just to cover the cover yourself because these online betting places take a margin of course they do but it's a little bit of fun but i agree morally i think they've gone over the top on the tv with some of these ads because of these young kids that will get into it and adults as well i know too many adults that have gambling problems whether it's poker machines or sports betting it is a worry absolutely it is yeah and it's it yeah, you know, there, there was, you know, changes here in the
0: U.S. a number of years ago with uh, the marketing of tobacco products, because uh, a lot of the the tobacco companies had, you know, almost like cartoon characters that were part of their advertising. You know, you had a, you know, Camel Cigarettes had a guy by the name of Joe Camel, who was this big cartoon looking camel that was, you know, I don't know how many kids were smoking camels as a result of it, but it's uh. I don't know it's it's uh you know somebody who you know ate a lot of shit that they shouldn't have eaten during their life and is trying to turn that around and change that up i <laughs> I, I, I get the addiction thing as somebody who comes from a family where one side of the family are alcoholics i i get the addiction thing i i understand that it, it's uh um it's certainly there and uh you know but as you said you know do it responsibly we're, we're doing this for fun you know we're not uh we're we're not trying to you know convince people to go out like I said to go out and put their mortgage payment on anything. Don't you know? Don't do that sort of thing. I mean, I have <laughs> I've I haven't bought a lot. I couldn't let tell you the last time I bought a lottery ticket. It's yeah. probably been it's probably been ten years ago since I bought a lottery ticket. I mean, our the school where I teach, you know, they they when the the Powerball here in the U.S. gets the big amount, they'll they have a thing where they'll they'll pool together the money where teachers will all put in a few bucks and they'll go buy a, a bunch of numbers all together. If they ever hit. I'm going to come into school one day and I'm going to be the only damn teacher left in the building
1: because <laughs> everybody else will have, will have retired.
0: <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I've never, never had, never had that disposable income to do that sort of thing. Cause, you know, we were, we were a, a single income household for, you know, all of the years where my kids were growing up before they headed off to school. So it turned out well for the kids. So, but, uh, I'm sitting in a
1: closet right now, but
0: <laughs> so where can people find you, sir?
1: Oh, everywhere. Mick Aussie. That's M Y K. A U S S I E Mick and mostly on Twitter at Mick Aussie. And, uh, did a bit of work for a CFL club this week. So I was excited about that and uh, CFL game tonight. And I think, You deserve an extra couple of pieces of Vegemite on toast. As I look at your jar of Vegemite back there, congratulations, mate! Great win by the Cats, and I have underestimated them again. They've done well, haven't they? Stayed right near the top for many years now. Well, I
0: I I don't want to say it, but I I had uh, I had somebody looking right over my shoulder here. I had somebody, uh, a gentleman by name of Peter, who sent me a number of posters, and I have the 2007 2009 and 2011 premiership posters hanging on the wall above me as well as the one with the big cat from the herald Sun from the 2011 premiership that that he sent to me as well that are hanging up in the in my recording closet mm-hmm. at this moment in time so and i've got you know a 2022 club poster that he sent as well that's going to go with my classroom i've got to get it laminated first though but
1: I'm starting to take shape in here well, they might win another one because, you know, they play well at the MCG where the finals are. So yeah, they, uh, they might well win another one and I would not complain at all if they did. I, I, I want to get past
0: Carlton next week first though. Let's, all let's right. get past them and we'll, you know, one, one game at a time. The, the, what was the one, one day at a time song. This one day at a time sweet Jesus. I'm not going to sing it, but one game at a time there. So, Hey Mick, uh, I hope you have a fantastic Thursday afternoon heading off to work now. Yep. Okay. Starting I'm, in an hour or so,
1: so okay. it's good timing. And I'm glad we did leave it till this
0: morning and not last too. night with I all those too.
1: ins and outs. Yeah, <laughs>
0: me me being the school teacher that I am, I'm going to go uh make myself some lunch here in a little bit and probably take my dogs for a walk and then go putter around in the garden. Uh
1: <laughs> so <laughs> hey, have a fantastic day, sir. All right, and All right. kids, and kids, don't put your mouth guard in your sock when you're kicking for goal. You'll miss it. It'll unbalance you. See you later, mate. Have a good weekend.
0: Cheers. See ya, And I'm absolutely chuffed to have had Mick uh, join me on the podcast. I, I love talking to him. He's got so much great insight. You know, He has some wonderful ideas in terms of what he's doing in, in the media. Uh, again, I truly, truly enjoy it, Mick. Now, again, if you head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com, you can find everything that you need regarding the socials. And uh, you can get uh, yourself on the mailing list, and when new episodes come out, they'll come to you. You can leave a review, and if you want to help out the show, you can do that there as well. And I do hope that you'll consider sharing the episode with your friends and family and letting me know, uh, letting them know what you we think of the show and let them know that this is one that you enjoy. Now, folks, make sure you take care of each other, look out for one another, get on the phone, check up on people, tell them you love them, tell them you care. And, folks, I, th- I certainly thank you for the kind words of support of the, uh, the gratitude I have for you in, in these kind words is, I, I can't thank you enough. I truly, truly appreciate it. And uh, as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 185 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on Twitter or to Footy at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Look for A Yank on the Footy or Yank on the Footy Podcast. You can also find me uh, out on the website, as I would mentioned before, yankonthefooty.com. I do hope you'll consider sharing the episode with your friends and family. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is Craig Wessels, and goodbye.